Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. It was from Black Friday and Urban I hope you're talking, oh, God, about, I hope you're talking about the day oh, after Thanksgiving, <laughs> and not what I think you're talking about. What else? That you Friday, mean? you made a bunch of mistakes. <laughs> and then that night, Ariana said it. Yeah. Oh, God. You were right after. <laughs> Coming at you. Yaha. <laughs> I wasn't giving you my permission. Damn. I wasn't Excuse offering me? I didn't think you needed it. I don't know what's going on with him. He's out of control here. tonight. I was coming over here to make amends. <laughs> I wasn't. I was and just you saying. You decided to provoke me. No. <laughs> Do we have tequila? You, sir, are in trouble. Oh, God. No, we're in trouble. Are you kidding yeah, me? But you're in trouble for longer than we're in trouble. But we're all in trouble. <laughs> you live with this trouble, too, so. Yeah. 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 I'm doing a good job at handling it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This guy walks up, and he's like a monk. He's got the whole, like, monk regalia That's on, cool. right? Okay, awesome. Okay. He's, he's coming around to this. His hands full of, like, these beaded bracelets of, monk, oh, of monk in power, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and he that. sees me as if he's like he's spotted the chosen one and walks over and shakes my hand and then puts the beaded bracelet on my hand. Wow. And he goes, write your name, peace. Write your name, peace. He's literally always all he's saying. And I was like, cool. So I write my name and I write the word peace. And I look over at the far right column and it's like 20, 20, 40, 20, 30, 20, 50. And I was like, he goes, donation? <laughs> And I was like, ooh. Because <laughs> he's already put it on my hand, my, my wrist. So like, you had to take it off your wrist? I, got, well, I, I couldn't at that point. That's what I was so then, No, but here's the worst part. It didn't work out too well for him because I opened my wallet and all that's in there was five $1 bills. And I was like, that's all I got, man. Sorry. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like, okay, okay. but And then he looks and he like points over. He's like, see, 20, 40, 20, like whatever, all this shit. I'm just like... Yeah, man, that's all I got. Like, I literally showed you an empty wallet with $5 in it. You were the one that bracelet on my wrist. I can show you my bank account. It's not going to change the situation. Yeah. Right? But now I have one of those cool wooden beaded bracelets oh, like from, like, it. middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, it's still in there. Wow. God, yeah, that's I hope the mics are running. Because <laughs> that's the best soft drink for <laughs> <laughs> We can go for it tonight. I definitely would have uh, thought you would have snatched that off your wrist. Like, Give me that bag. You can immediately tell them as soon as I put my wallet, his face is just like, God damn it. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, Buddha, damn it. Like, whatever. <laughs> Whatever you believe, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that was a pretty good soft intro. Yeah, we might as well just roll right into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what is in my glass? I believe our bartender said, uh, whatever the hell you want. I yeah. just got off a plane. Yeah, well, I tried to do that, and then... <laughs> he took the cup from yeah. me pretty quick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I ran over, and I realized this is a huge mistake, so, uh... Link came up with a great idea. We had some Malibu pineapple rum left over from last week for the uh, Harambe sunset. Uh, rest in peace, Harambe. And um, R.I.P. We uh, he mixed it with this coconut 
Seltzer from uh, Harris Teeter. Harris Teeter, yes. Yeah, Harris Teeter brand. We're now sponsored by Harris Teeter. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we just live close enough to Harris Teeter that we can buy everything from there. Uh, but the two of those together give us a little bit of a pina colada type vibe. Yeah, it's pretty all uh, right. A little bit of grenadine doesn't hurt either, as Link took the liberty of adding. I did a maverick. take the liberty. A yeah. maverick. A cherry taken maverick. You <laughs> What? Well, <laughs> as you can tell, we're running out of ideas pretty quickly. So if you have any, please uh, make sure to email us at astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. We call this one the cherry bomb. Uh, is it, that's our drink. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a drink? It's got to be. All right, well, this would be the yeah. cherry take. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Back on track, you savages. As much as we can be. <laughs> yeah, we're never quite on track. Uh... <laughs> I look at the script. I had to, <laughs> had to wipe the cobwebs yeah, off that. It's always you. It's always you bringing me, bring me on script. Uh, yeah, well, as you can tell, that is uh, the beginning of our polar pass section. So, Andrew, if you would... I will. Let's talk about Marvel. Yes. <laughs> All new Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, pass. Amazing Spider-Man? Pool. It was very good. Wow. Avengers, number eight? Pool as well. Doctor, as long as Doctor Doom's in it, uh, Infamous Iron Man, pool. Yeah, you're pulling it. You're pulling it. Black Bolt, number two? I passed. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't into the first one. Okay. Bullseye? Pass. Champions? Pass. Daredevil? Pass. Doctor Strange? Uh, give me a head shake if I should say, no, no, I'm not reading it, so pass. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think it is worth mentioning, like you told me, that it 19 was the end of Aaron's run, or 21. So it's, it's, it's funny, while I was reading this comic, I realized, so you'll remember from last week, Doctor Strange was in the Dark Dimension. Yeah. Uh, this week he's not in it, and I was oh, like, nice. what the hell's going on? Uh, and it turns out that they released the issues backwards. Classic model. So 21 came out last week, 20 came out this week. Jesus. So this week was the final issue of Jason Aaron's run. Last week was the beginning of the new author, and oh. that was actually quite good. Oh, okay. So going, right. going forward, it's potentially uh, worth keeping your eye on. Wow, but nice. good job there. To end Jason Aaron's stretch, it was uh, it was nothing to write home about. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Pool. Iceman number one is an X Men comic, and you are uh, you are presumably an X Man. So let's uh, see what you do here. I did pull it. Wow! This because of all the reasons you listed. <laughs> um, but unless you want to see Iceman and past future Iceman go on dating websites <laughs> together, <laughs> I would say pass. Okay, that feels good. <laughs> uh, we got Iron Fist number four. Uh, pull, and also, if you can get your hands on it, pull the Mary Jane variant cover. It yeah. is pretty yeah. freaking cool. Those June covers is are the, coming out now. June is, yeah, June is the Mary Jane cover month. Variant cover month. Jessica Jones. Pass. Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider Man vs. Sinister Six. Pass. <laughs> Nova. Pull. Rocket. Pass. Secret Empire Brave New World. Picked it up. I almost pulled it. It kind of looked like it was just a amalgamation anthology type thing of different. Yeah. And so I put it back down. Okay. Okay. Spider Man. Uh, that is a pass. 
Spider-Man Deadpool, it is worth noting that this is the finale of the story. Ah, uh, well, pass. No, kid, I kid, pool. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number one. Pool. Star Wars Rogue One Adaption. Pass. I'm sorry, Adaptation. Pass. <laughs> Unstoppable Wasp. Pull. X-Men Gold. Pull. New Artist. Pull. <laughs> More on this side. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies Assemble. Pass. All right. That's, uh, we'll, we'll end that one on Zombies Assemble. Pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will kick off DC with Aquaman. Pull. Bane Conquest. Pass. Batman. Oh, I'm so excited. Pull. Cyborg. Pass. Dark Knight 3 Master Race. Uh, hey, I've heard Hydra. it's very good, but it's been plagued with uh, issues with like putting out issues on time. So yeah. I'd say I'm personally waiting to read it all in trade. But This is another one. I know this is number nine, and I feel like it's been a very long time if I remember seeing this title like at all. Yeah, it's, so. it's been few and far between, unfortunately. Uh, DC Comics Bombshells. Pass. DC Looney Tunes 100 page spectacular number one. I see that in your bag. Andrew, Andrew parked right up as soon yeah. as that came up. Uh, he, he did see it did. straight, he up, straight up. up. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Don't lie to to, to be front row and center from when I pass on that. <laughs> uh, Deathstroke. Pass. Ever After from the Pages of Fables. Pass. Fallen Rise of Captain Adam. Pass. Flintstones. Pass. Green Arrow. Pull. Green Lanterns. Pull. Harley Quinn. Pass. Injustice 2. Uh, pull. Justice League. Pull. Nightwing. Pull. Savage Things. Pull. Shade the Changing Girl. Pass. Superman. Pull. Wonder Woman Steve Trevor number one. Cash grab! <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Not quite as Bless bad you. as if they, if they actually modeled Steve Trevor after Chris Pine, which dad definitely would have picked it up. But, uh... It could be fun. Which they did with personally the uh, statue that just no, came out. No, no, no. Yeah, they sure did. But that's because it's movie accurate. But uh, yeah, I uh, I personally pass on this one. Could be fun if you want to see the antics of Wonder Woman and Steve uh, Trevor. I, yes, I don't. So if yeah. you do, <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the indies. Yeah. We'll start off with uh, Heathen number four. I think that's a collective pull. Yeah, pretty cool comic. You know, still the chicks hunting down Odin. A little bit of evolution here. It was a, it was a really good read. Um, Extremity. Yes, pass. Definitely been reading this one. This gets pretty interesting. Uh, you start to realize, probably around issue three or four, that it is uh, a little more than a revenge plot. Like, it's a little more complicated. Hmm. So I should pass on that? Did I say pass? Yes. Pull, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, wow, why do you make us put it on this I'm list? Like, yeah. gonna pass? I kind of want that. Yeah, you should make it fools of all of us. Uh, <laughs> totally can't have it. Told us how good it was. I'd say edit it in post, but it's not edited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Come on. Divided States of Hysteria. This one is really, really interesting. Definitely pull. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, uh, this guy, Howard Chaikin wrote uh, an awesome graphic novel in the 80s called American Flag that was pretty controversial, um, and a couple other ones that have since been banned in like the UK and like a bunch of other countries. Wow. This one here, he actually went on record saying he's probably going to be arrested in the United States for putting out. Holy uh, <laughs> smokes. Sorry, <laughs> give me a copy. Um, really, really interesting. I, I think it's, it's like this whole dystopian America after the president, the president-elect and his entire cabinet have been assassinated 
wow. shortly after election. So like the all the intelligence agencies are on like absolute uh, high alert, yeah, yeah. like using all their resources. The first page you see drones like flying all over the drones, the airspace yeah. in DC. So wow. uh, really really interesting. I'm excited to see where it's gonna go. It's pretty messed up, but uh, I I really like reading it. Is that Atomic cool. Comics? Uh, it's an image comic. Atomic Comics. <laughs> what? I mean, all right. Uh, Youngblood is the next one on the list. Yeah, so the second installment in the new Youngblood sort of resurrection, um, you got a group of kids that are picking up the mantle of the previous Youngblood team. Hmm. You start to learn a little bit more about the backstory of it. Uh, specifically, Shaft, the archer that came to their rescue at Can the end of it? issue one. <laughs> um, it's the same guy, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, that has nothing to do with. I think original Shaft, Shaft was an archer. Uh, no, the original Shaft of the black exploitation film. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's some strong <laughs> sentiments. It's true. Um, really, really interesting. I think it's cool because you get a team similar to like the Teen Titans, kind of picking up a mantle, but in, in a way different world. So they're kind of making it their own. Uh, but yeah, enjoyed reading that. Cool. And the last one we have on the indie list is. Magnum P.I.? No, it's actually just <laughs> Magnus. Oh, this must have been a typo. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just Andrew. It was a typo. Same thing, same thing. I, Magnum uh, P.I. So Magnus <laughs> is part of the Sovereigns series, and uh, it's a Dynamite comic. Um, not, not just that it's great, but Dynamite is the actual publisher there. Um, Magnus is a character who's like a, basically a robot psychologist or an AI psychologist. This huh. it takes place in a world where... Uh, AIs have evolved to take, like, become butlers at homes. <laughs> Similar to what you would see in, like, iRobot. Um, oh, I do like that movie. But based on, like, they realized that these robots couldn't be happy unless they had time to effectively, like, dream or live out their own lives. No, that's a bad so idea. So the government, the federal <laughs> government mandated that each, each, like, servant is basically allowed four hours in, like, the cloud world. So think of, like, the Matrix for humans. Yeah. But in this case, it's for the AIs. Whoa. Um, and these robots, some of them start to, start to wrestle with the idea of their own autonomy versus, like, you know, the desire to be free and all that. Yeah, they gave Sonny dreams and he murdered everybody. Well, the uh, good news is this comic starts out exactly the same way. <laughs> uh, this robot, well, this robot murders people yeah, and just, yeah. like, sits there. And so it follows this, this woman, Dr. Magnus, um, who is this, like, AI psychologist, but also she a bounty a hunter who used to hunt down uh, rogue... AIs. So it's got, a, it's, it's got a bit of a mix of like... Like an investigator would. Like a private yeah. investigator. Yeah, it, like feel, it feels... It's got like Blade Runner tones, but also like... Uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to ignore you guys. <laughs> uh, but she's not. She's a bounty hunter. Oh, okay. So she's more a Boba Fett Magnus than anything. Yeah, I'll oh, take it. Oh, yeah, that's close enough. But nowhere near Magnum P.I. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you're going to have to try and ignore us for six yeah, more minutes, Yeah, you got another Aria, six minutes on the docket, we're my coming good friend. Your oh. pick of the week, and I can tell you how we'll start it out, is Andrew has written down that you have picked Batsman. <laughs> Hello. Take uh, the floor, good sir. I'm going to read along with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, so... We open up on quite the sultry cover here. Yeah. Uh, wow. At first, I thought this was a uh, post-morning visit from Catwoman. Turns out it is just a solo morning ritual as she puts on the... She dons the costume. It's actually an evening ritual. Uh, but there's some dialogue going on, and then you realize it's Batman talking with Gotham Girl. And I gotta say, the lines and the conversation between the two of them are just 
so great throughout this entire comic. Yeah. And one of them is, is Gotham initially talking to him and asking him, like, you know, like, why don't you fly? Like, we live in a world yeah. of, like, magic and technology and all this stuff. Like, you could fly. Like, Batwing can fly, and you're yeah. better than, like, literally everyone else. Exactly. You could definitely fly. And, like, the hurdle final justification is, like, you're Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could fly. He goes, yeah, I could fly. <laughs> but I don't need to. <laughs> And so she's struggling with, like, she, we've just seen her recover from the effects of, like, Psycho Pirate, or I'm sorry, not Psycho Pirate, like, her own, like, when she snapped, and Batman used Psycho Pirate to, to help her sort of gain control and come back to, to the real world here. Yeah. Um, and she's looking for advice, like, what do I do, where do I go, and he's typical Batman, he's like, I can't tell, like, what do you, you want me to tell you what to do? And she goes, yeah, like, tell me I'm not crazy, tell me to, like, go home and all this, he's like, all right. You're not crazy. Go home. Stop doing this. <laughs> and she's like, "God damn it! Like, I need some advice. Like, just tell me what to do." And so he starts to tell her about how, like, he is in constant, like, conflict between his Bruce Wayne identity and Batman identity, which has been something that people have commented on and studied for decades, as far as Batman's been concerned. And he tells her, like, at, at one point, he's like, "I'm not Batman because I like." being Batman. I'm Batman because I'm Batman. That was yeah. my favorite line. It was, it was I'm, amazing, I'm yeah. And at first I thought it was like one of those like joke comments, like, because you, you had sent me the, the screenshot of it earlier today, mm. and I, I was dying because like this is hilarious, but it's yeah. like the way he says it isn't in one of those just like, I'm Batman, it justifies everything kind of ways. It's just like him admitting wholeheartedly that like he is at his core Batman. Yeah. And that sort of answers that whole, like, Bruce Wayne versus Batman um, conflict that we always see. And so she starts, she's continuing the conversation, and she's like, you know, like, why do you fail at being happy and all this? And it keeps cutting between Batman and Gotham Girl talking and Catwoman sort of getting ready and swinging through the city. And he mentions that he is Batman because he tries to be happy, or that he does this to be happy and that he's failing. And a lot of it is, you know, all the things that get in the way. Um, and she finally comes to the realization that she wants to be able to use these powers she has, even though they're killing her, to help people. Because Batman, she even asked him point blank, like, could you be a normal person? Could you go to day-to-day without yeah, helping yeah, yeah. people? And he just flat out says no. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. And so he offers her kind of, like, training for the most part. This is after the conversation of her saying that, like, I have all these powers, but they're going to kill me. So he wants to send her to this person that he knows in Europe who can help train her to not use her powers, to learn combat without it so that she doesn't have to rely on it and therefore end up killing herself. Yeah. And so she's, you know, she's pretty intrigued, of course, because it's a pretty sweet offer. And he, that's when he, he starts to, you know, she asks him, she's like, why do you fail at being happy? And he says, because I'm scared. Because I've seen what Gotham is. I've seen him. I've seen the bad guys. I've seen everything that's happened. And she mentions that, like, if you're not scared, and if that doesn't scare me, then I'm crazy. I'm insane. And he's like, and I'm, I'm not scared. And I don't want to be insane. So I have to be scared. Yeah. Which, it's like, the, the logic in this, and I'm not doing it any kind of justice. Tom King's writing here is absolutely phenomenal. You gotta read it. You yeah, gotta read it. It's it a really super is. philosophical kind of back and forth. You really need every line to, to hammer home for yeah. you. And it, it really sheds a lot of light into the psyche of this Batman that we've been reading since the rebirth. And you kind of got an introduction to, with the New 52, a much more vulnerable, a much more open Batman, kind of, to the right people. And... Um, 
you know, he, he makes references to how, like, Alfred told him what to do all, like, the entire time growing up, but Alfred wasn't happy about him being Batman, and he just did it anyway. Mm. And finally, Gotham is like, you can't, um, you have to fight that fear, you have to be brave, and asks him, like, what do you want to do? And, you know, the conversation unfolds, and finally you see Batman lay on this rooftop with Catwoman in the rain. And they confront each other, and they're talking. He's like, listen, when we first met, we met on a boat. She's like, actually, we met on the street. He goes, no, no, no. On the boat is where you stole the diamond. I recovered it. I bought that diamond later, and I've kept it ever since. And <laughs> she's like, what? Yes. Yeah. And we know Batman is sent- He's not sentimental, but he keeps trophies, right? We see the giant coin yeah. in his cave, the-, the T-Rex, the costumes, all that sort of stuff. So maybe you're thinking it's part of that. But he says, I knew, from the very beginning, I knew that he needed it. Just like he needed her, and then he gets on one knee. As he will, as he peels his yeah, he mask peels off, off the cow. They originally they refer to each other as Bat and Cat, and then there's Bruce and Selina, and he mentions I love you. He drops to one knee, and Batman proposes <laughs> yeah. to fucking Catwoman Jesus. with the bat signal, signal in, the, in background. the background. I mean, if you can't think of a more romantic proposal. Absolutely, I think it's I think it's incredible. Like taking Batman in this direction, really interesting. Really opens him up as a character, um, and just the way they did it. The com- and it's not even just like this was just some like sappy comic. The whole philosophy behind it and the struggle of happiness and fear and failure and just what the to character do development. Like oh, Tom, shit. Tom yeah. King's like imagination for where to take Batman in a believable and like make you believe it and come along yeah. with him is. He's got an unbelievable ability here. I, I am so happy. Like, look, we've been spoiled. We've had Scott Snyder write Batman. We've seen him, you know, help him out in the beginning of this rebirth. But I am so happy to have Tom King writing this. He's doing such a, a phenomenal job with this character. All these characters that he's had. You know um, Calvin was going to die now, right? <laughs> <laughs> We have a huge story arc coming up where it's or Joker Catwoman versus dies. Riddler, and I really, 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 really hope that's not the case. But it is. Uh, it probably would be if you were a writer, Andrew. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. That's why Marvel and DC have rejected your application every time. Yeah, yeah who's writing jokes? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see where it goes next. We definitely are about to enter a really what I assume will be amazing story with the Joker and the Riddler. Ever since he had that Joker as my fries issue, he's like been unstoppable. You can do whatever he wants at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, all right, Tom King, you have my you have my full and utmost faith. Yeah. Go go forward and do <laughs> the Lord's work. Absolutely. Kudos to you, sir. Andrew? Yes. Do you have kudos? Uh yeah, to Kelly Thompson. Literally who? <laughs> the writer of Hawkeye. Oh. oh. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's my pick, in case you couldn't tell. Well, I, I could tell. I could tell. Out. You also sent me the script. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, this has continued to be really good all the way through. Um, thinking I'd pick it this time because it's the start of a new arc. Um, so she wrapped up kind of the case where she was at that community college uh, solving who kidnapped that girl, if you remember back. Yep. And... Wrap that all up. If you remember early on, one of her primary driving reasons for coming to to California was to find her dad. She was looking for her dad. We didn't know why. Oh. But that's why she was there. So she, okay. that's why she was tracking that guy in the first issue because 
he was somehow connected to him. Uh, this one opens up. Well, actually, the last one ended with her getting jumped and beat up in her uh, in her like apartment slash like detective office. Holy smokes! Um, so this one opens up with her at her desk, uh, a pack of frozen peas like on her head because she's gotten like mugged, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, they like beat me up and they left me this like present. Like, do I open it? Do I not open it? I'm gonna open it." So she opens it, um, and inside is a note. Um, signed, what is it signed? It's signed Madame Mask, who is, is some kind of nefarious villain from her past. Um, and in the box is the necklace, because then you get a flashback scene. It's the necklace that her mom used to wear. It's like a tr- triangle necklace. So she's like... Like an arrowhead? Almost like an arrowhead. And so, and so she opens it up and she's like, God damn it, I'm going to have to go bust some heads in now. <laughs> she's like, so she she's like gearing up to go figure out like she's going to this like in, basically the in the note said like like come see me at like this address and it had yeah. that address. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so she's gearing up like her her posse's like oh what's going on she's like don't worry about it like i got stuff to do um she rolls down to the police station the detective is like oh, i can't deal with you today like did you get a detective license yet and she's like yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry about that um <laughs> but Oh, what is she? She goes. She goes. Oh, I need a DNA test on this necklace because it's like got some blood stains on it. Oh, so she's trying oh, to figure wow. out if it's like a replica. Like she, she really needs to get to the bottom of it. Um, turns out, she's going to war. So she rolls up. She rolls up to the office building of Madame Mask. Right. Wait, is she going to war because she got the results? She doesn't or? get the results. She, okay. She she leaves it with. She leaves. She's kind of covering her bases. She's like, I, I, on the chances this is real, I have to. I have to roll down. Murder there. everyone. Proactively. At the very yeah. least, it's a super Proactively villain. murder yeah. everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the very least, it's a super villain, so I gotta put an end to whatever they are doing. I saw um, green. Yeah. <laughs> so she rolls up to this building, and she's like, oh, well, this is so her. Like, a giant office building that's, like, biggest building in the city. Like, no surprises. And she's like, I'm gonna walk in and charm the front desk. So she rolls up in her Hawkeye <laughs> outfit to this old guy. Almost looks like Stan Lee. Uh, like... Classic old guy, glasses, uh, yeah. mustache. He's like, she's like, hey, uh, I'm here to see, uh, you know, Madame Mask. I believe I'm on the guest list. And he's like, what, 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 what do you think this is? He's like, it's like midnight. There's no guest list. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, uh, maybe check again. And he's like, no, I'm calling the police. And she, uh, she pulls out like a sleeping gas air and just like cracks it over the desk, and the guy falls asleep. And she's like. God, like, the nerve of that guy. Like, how rude. Like, I was invited here. I clearly got, like, a letter. So, like, I can't believe that, you know, I wasn't on the guest list. So she takes the elevator up. Classic 50th floor. Um, and it's intermingled. You get another flashback with her at camp practicing archery, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting all bullseyes. And what happens is she's at this camp. It's like a sleepaway camp. And her mom rolls up and is like, I need to see my daughter. I need to see her. And it turns out, like, they finally bring Kate to see her mom. And you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't they? Like, she came to see her at camp. Like, why wouldn't they bring her in? And it's like, well, you know, she's not. And then you get the counselor who's like, well, you know, like, Miss Bishop, like, she's not supposed to see you ever. And also, like, her father has specific orders that he's the only one who could drop her off or pick her up. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, oh interesting. interesting. Like something's going on like with their family dynamic. Yeah. Her mom is like, oh, thank God, like you're here. She leans in because, and then out of the shadows, like you see she this guy leans approaching. in and says, "Hell, I thought I thought she was gonna do that." <laughs> so she's like, she's like embracing Kate. She's happy to see her, presumably after a long time. And you see this shadowy figure approaching, and he gets into the light, and it's her dad. And he's like, "This is unacceptable." And so uh, Kate's mom leans in, hugs her, and whispers, like, this is your only chance. If you don't want to be with him, you have to say something. 
And then uh, she like steps back. Kate doesn't say anything. And she's like, oh, well, nice to see you. And then her dad like drags her off camera, like off screen. So you don't know what happens there. Flashback to the present. She's just like fighting about 90 dudes in suits. Like in the <laughs> office booty. She's like shooting them with arrows, like flipping around. She like goes into her targeting view. She's like, oh, classic chandelier that I can. She like shoots it off the ceiling and it like crashes into people. Uh, really cool fight scene. Um, oh, it reminds okay. me a little bit, like it reminds me a little bit of like a Kill Bill kind of scene where it's like her against. Okay. Like, like, yeah, the crazy of, 88. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool, really depicted in an awesome way. Um, and then you get another little flashback scene of her trying to search for her mom as a little bit older in the past. So you, something happened there. Um, and the whole time she's fighting these guys, she's like. Wait, what the fuck? Like, I was invited here. Like, she like, keeps telling him. She's like, what the hell is your guys' problem? Like, your boss told me to come here. Like, yeah. why? She's like, classic supervillain. Like, they wanted me here, and now you're trying to kill me. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> um, so, like, classic quips back and forth. She finally takes everybody out, gets to the office. She kicks in the door. She's like, there's a pool in this office. So she's, like, been tried to be drowned. So she's, like, soaked, pissed off, kicks in the door, and she's like, Listen, I don't know like what your idea of hospitality is. Like, I've just about had it. And then the office chair swivels around, and it's her dad. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and, she, and he's like, hello, Kate. And she's like, dad? And like, that's how it ends. Uh, quite an unexpected twist. Snake? Yeah. Snake! Because <laughs> they were kind of teasing that early on in the first arc is like kind of the driving force. Like, eventually she was going to find this guy. So it's yeah. kind of cool to see him come up right away what was the note was originally signed madame mask yeah. right so she madame mask is nowhere to be found it was madame mask building yeah but her dad was up in her office her she was nowhere to be found is madame mask her mother we don't know we don't know it's interesting we don't know what the dynamic was between them i mean do we feel like madame does madame mask have any actual like physical ties to this yet or is she I, just thinking like Oh, that, that looks like... It, yeah. This feels like what Madame Mask would do. It was signed do. by her, but other than that, we have no like hard evidence. There was like a big M.M. on the wall. No, 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 no yeah. Okay. So, All right. Yep. But good. Like, it's been on the whole way through, and if, if you didn't pick up... If you didn't read the first arc, the trade is out now, so you could catch up there. But if you're just looking to jump in, issue seven is, is a perfect time to do that. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Ah, that's the show, so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I always took out Wow, huh. Oh, oh we're, yeah, that's right. We're, 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 you know, we're canceling uh, the I see what's in your hand. This little, usually carries yeah. us an hour, so this is the rest of the show. Listen, listen. I got something a little special it's for time you. time for some dick ride. Oh, I mean, ride. Wow. Dick ride. Wow. Dick, dick ride. ride. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yes. Well, I did pick Nova. Uh, quick note about this that I actually just realized when reading this is this is a story designed to be about the two of them. I kind of was always waiting for the other shoe to drop to see when uh, Sam Alexander was going to split off to his own story and like this was just going to be Richard Rogers' comic. Or die. Die, what, have you trapped somewhere, Mars, you know, classic like... <laughs> classic like other comic like maneuver kind of thing. Uh, I had no idea that this was a story that was supposed to tell of their meeting and like their journey together. Interesting. Uh, and th it's the number seven and it's actually the end of the story. Oh, wow. Uh, it was fantastic. And there, there was a lot I wanted to talk about this week, but particularly because this was, I think the last opportunity I'll have to touch on a Nova comic for a while. I really uh, wanted to pick this one. Last issue kind of through the story 
Rich Rider has been like corrupted by something that he brought back with him from the cancer verse. And there's that been like a bad. lot of Jesus, yeah, whole universe of cancer. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Why it's not? Right? Cancer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's been like corrupted by this horrible like alien monstrosity, and he's been doing some kind of like weird things every now and again. Um, Sam Alexander like just kind of banished him. He was like, "Yo, screw you! You just tried to like kill my whole family. Like you need to get out of here." And, and Rich is like, "Holy smokes, you're right. Like I'm just gonna go back to the cancer verse where I can never escape ever again. Oh, and shit. I'll just live out the rest of my life." in eternity like battling like evil forces uh and Sam Alexander's like yeah that's fine yeah (laughs) see you later (laughs) see you later dick what a a dick (laughs) um and then he's like but last time Rich says like one last thing he's like listen I gotta leave because Nova's always step up and this is the right move and then you can kind of see him like reflecting on that sentiment right at the beginning of this comic and he's like shit Nova's always step up. Like, all right, I got to fly into the cancer first now and save this guy from, like, eternal torment. Uh, which he does. The the cancer, like, squid thing has totally overcome Nova. He looks like a super crazy, like, massive black monster, but with the gold armor. Okay. Oh. Um, and he's like, you know, the cancer verse changes everyone. Like, the world, Mind and I are one. They're kind of battling back and forth, and you think, like, Oh man, like you know, this is kind of a cool fight. And then like, it, like Dick Ryder just totally like overwhelms him. He just starts like blowing him up. He's like <laughs> punching him in the ground. He's like totally. You would love this issue, Andrew, yeah. because there's no like like power comparison. There's absolutely <laughs> no contest. That's good. He's just like punched him into the ground. You can see in this panel. His like his mask is like shattered. He's <laughs> bleeding like all over himself. Jesus. Uh, and he's like, come on, man, I'm, like. You know, I always heard that, like, you know, here's, here's a couple of good fight scenes. He goes, I always heard that, like, Richard Ryder was, like, the Nova because he never gave up. Like, there was never a fight he couldn't, like, counter. Yeah. And so as he's, like, talking to him, because he, he ain't winning this fight, that's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, as he's, like, talking to him, he's, like, you can tell he's just trying to, like, talk him out, like, into fighting the, the monster himself because he can't beat him. Um, and so at one point... Rich is like, he's kind of like, it's kind of like coming out of his mouth and he grabs it, rips it out of his stomach. He's like throwing it up. He's like, he throws up all the cancer first thing that's like merged with him, throws it on the ground, blows it up with Nova Force, and then he's just like, you got any mouthwash? (laughs) And the kid's like, no, but that was awesome. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm glad like my eternal agony like looked cool to you. Uh, I'm gonna go throw up three more times, and uh, they're, they're like going back and forth. You know, they got the, some funny exchanges. One thing that I think this this uh, story has done really well is kind of develop their relationship together and kind of a mentor mentee like fun uh, like kind of journey. Um, they're, they're going through like they just kind of come to the realization that neither of them can escape, and the kid kind of thought he was like. Oh, Richard can do anything. Like he'll just rip his way out of the cancer verse with me, and we'll be cool. And, and Dick Ritter's like, Nah, man, I ain't got that power. Like we're, <laughs> yeah. we're stuck here forever. Yeah. And the kid's like, Oh well, okay, well, but at least I got to talk to some girls. And then they they fly around, which is like a something from an earlier yeah, point sure. where he coaches yeah. in on, on how to talk to girls. Uh, they fly around. They're just literally obliterating everyone in the cancer verse. There's a point where Sam Alexander like knocks out like a, a phantom Captain America and he goes 
uh, should I feel guilty about how awesome that felt? <laughs> and Dick Ryder goes, nah, I think everyone wants to punch Captain America at some point. <laughs> Um, possibly, like, the writer's nod to the fact that, um, uh, Secret Empire is going on right now. Yeah, they, they, he's a Nazi. He oh, just that he's to... just so perfect and unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> more to come later. Yes, yes, more to come. <laughs> um, Rich has this, uh, exchange with the world mind. The world mind's basically like, you'll never leave again. Like, we've conquered death here. Think about all the times, like, we've lost friends. Like, that'll never happen again. Uh, and Rich is like, the, like these aren't friends. They're they're like animations. Like we gotta get out of here. He finds like a shattered cosmic cube version, and he and Sam Alexander like power it together, and then they rip open the doorway to uh, like back to their plane, and then they they like appear back on Earth. Um, it, Dick Ryder goes, yeah, reality jumping sure hurts. You're gonna feel hungover for a few days. And the kid goes, what's a hangover feel like? And, and Digger, I was like, fuck yourself. Like, I, like, I, but at this point, I just realized I shouldn't be hanging out with you. <laughs> I didn't realize you were such a kid until just now. Uh, they kind of, like, it, it kind of all wraps up here. They have, like, smiles all around. Like, we've cured Dick Ryder of we all his ailments. Uh, Sam Alexander's doing, like, some household chores. There, There's a lot of, like, slice of life stuff at the end. You kind of get the... Kid going back to school. He's like having water balloon fights, watching scary movies. Dick Ryder's uh, doing a little bit of his namesake with Gamora in the final panel. Attaboy. Uh, yeah. And uh, and that's that. Then they just kind of fly off together in Nova uniforms, presumably to uh, fuck shit up. Yeah. Nice, nice. So it's pretty cool. And a lot of uh, a lot of quotes from Leo Tolstoy at the end. I didn't want to read it because it's it's pretty, like it's war and peace, so I don't want you to kill yourselves. Sure. sure. <laughs> uh, presumably some heavy stuff right at the end there, but it's only seven issues long. If they release like a collection of the of the one to seven run, I would absolutely recommend picking it up because nice. every issue has really been nice. better than they the probably one will. They probably will release yeah. like a trade or something. Absolutely, and I think specifically because it's seven issues long, I think it's it's kind of like a perfect stretch to be like a, a meteor collection. Yeah, cool. Just <sighs> being a meteor. <laughs> There's no relation. Yeah. Listen, it's in space, all right? You got to give me that. It's a play on words. Uh, he's not wrong. Speaking, not, of, speaking of space wars, <laughs> I'd like to bring your gentleman's attention to something I tried to pick as my next week one shot, and no one would let me because you said I have never seen space wars. <laughs> uh, but we got a little something I like to call... Space Wars. No. Space Wars, Dirk, Death. Dirk Vader, and the Salmon of Doubt. I'm kidding. I can read the title. It says Star Wars, Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, <sighs> cues up on what I can only imagine is a staple in the Star Wars universe. Oh, a long Christ. time ago. A long <laughs> time ago. Out. Uh... Don't they always say a long, long time ago, though? Is it always just a long time ago? This is a very long, oh long time ago. God. Okay, a long time ago in a galaxy far away. We have Star far, Wars. Far away. Darth <laughs> Vader. Now, I don't know a whole lot about what's happening in these yeah, first don't say. say. But <laughs> there's a lot of, like, there's there's four panels down the, down the list. You got Clenched Fist, 
No. You got a robot exploding into oil. No. You got some spooky demon. (laughs) No. You got some chick who's grabbing her throat. Looks like she's being choked by herself. Uh, No. Then, next panel, splash page, you got my boy, Darth Vader, same spooky demon. (laughs) Darth Vader is shouting no at this point. He's got all the clenched fists. He's like on one knee. Spooky demon's flying back against some like, like crazy machinery. It's blowing up. He's like, oh god, that was like some powerful. L- Listener, if you if you, it's it's recapping the events of Star Wars Episode Three, the and then ending. the splash page is the end of Star Wars Episode Three. Yeah. I don't know what any of that is, but you'll, you'll, uh, please continue. <laughs> Go on. He's, so Darth Vader is like, you told me you could save them. Who we don't know yet. Well, uh, in your rage, you chose a different path, mm-hmm. says Spooky Demon. Well, he says the name. What? Yeah, we know. We know. Padme. Yeah, is you don't dead, know yet. Friend. I just. That's it's in the, the middle next, of the page. That's the whole next panel. You see a picture? Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know who it was. It was just some chick who looked like she was choking herself to death. It's so, not important. N- guys. <laughs> Come on. Padme is dead. My friend, uh, you know, like they're, they're talking about. So Padme's died. Presumably an important thing, uh, but she's given him the gift of pain. Like this, this guy's like, you know, listen, are you gonna like just die like a dog on your knees? Or are you gonna stand up? You're gonna harness the pain, uh, and you're gonna like fight back, and you're gonna live. And he's like, I'm gonna live. Uh, but as it happens, I've lost my lightsaber to a guy named Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, you don't say. And this guy's like, oh fuck you! What? Uh, and he goes, that blade belonged to your mother. Oh, another. <laughs> Not your mother, sorry. Jesus. Yeah. You're a Sith. That blade belonged to another. Losing it to Obi-Wan was not a good thing. I might kill you right here, but I won't, because we homies. Uh, you know, like, we, we had a tight spot right there. I hope it never happens again, because we're cool. I can see in your heart that, like, you're always thinking of revenge, you should chill out on that so we can be like power, we can be a power duo, we can be Hollywood's next couple, uh, and really just like tear the tear the stars apart. Um, they're kind of talking through, uh, and, and this I thought was really cool, because I don't know a whole lot, I don't know if you've caught on to this, but I don't <laughs> know don't a say. whole lot about this universe, um, but they're talking about how, uh, God, I almost said Beyblades, uh, regular uh. blades, what are they called? Lightsabers. Yes. Yes. He says blades, to be fair. Okay? I was thrown off for a second. Uh, he he goes, like, do you know why our blades are red? And he's like, no, actually, like, when I was becoming a Jedi, they, they didn't cover that topic in school. And he's like, ha, yeah. Well, it's because they're made to bleed. We, whenever we, uh, like, come into a uh, lightsaber... Uh, we pour all of our pain and like agony into it. It causes the crystal inside, as it is like a living object that that harnesses power. It causes the crystal to like no pain, and it bleeds the color of your rage a beautiful crimson. All this is going on is like an emperor is telling people how they've been freed from the tyranny of Jedi, and they have this collection of other lightsabers, and they're all throwing them into like a furnace. To, to melt them down, to blow them up. For the record, spooky guy is the emperor. What? This dude no, this is, guy's the emperor. No, no, no. no this no, dude no, no, is no. like, uh, 
He's uh, he's, he's another like emperor. Yeah. yeah, you remember the the, the, the Knight's Tale? He's what a you're a king. Yeah, you remember no. a Knight's Tale? The guy that always introduced. Uh, yeah. What's his name's character? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right he's basically like that guy. Yeah. Oh, so he's no just guy. like a hero. He's a hype man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a hype man. The <laughs> goes. Why is he? Why is he burning the lightsabers? Because he wants to. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So the herald of the emperor, who I've been told is the demon. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> so they're going through, and he's like, he's like telling them all about how these lightsabers are made, and he's like, uh, you know, you, you get why I'm telling you this story, and he goes, yeah, the saber of a Sith is not given. Like, you could have given me any one of those sabers. You could have given me Obi Wan's. You could have given me uh, Yoda's, but you didn't, because the the saber is not given. It is taken. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you get it. You get it. <laughs> Um, so th- he's like, listen, you need to go on like a, a vision quest to, to find your lightsaber. We just spent a whole lot of time murdering a whole lot of Jedi. Uh, but I know you're like a resourceful dude. You got like a lot of stuff you can do. You're pretty connected with dark forces. So you're definitely going to figure this out. The dark side. <laughs> what? <laughs> the dark side. It's of just the called force. the dark side. It's the dark side of the force. Not dark uh, forces. There's oh, no okay. dark forces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dark forces, <laughs> yeah. So, what, he's connected, so he's connected to dark forces on God the damn. one side. And he's like, listen, you just put all of your rage into these forces. And you'll figure out, like, your path is going to be so simple. You're going to see it as clear as day. Um, and then we're going to and then we're gonna be Hollywood's hottest power couple. And our love is going to set this world on fire. Uh, so he leaves him on this planet. He's like, ha, ah, freaking savages. They, I, left you, I left you a plane to like fly around in to go get your lightsaber. But I guess like a couple of like jabroni savages stole it. <laughs> like, you know, is it any wonder we need to just rule these people like angry gods? Uh, and he's like, no, it's not. As a matter of fact, I'm going to hunt them down and murder them. Uh, which is exactly what he does. And he's, he's kind of like, does he have a... Not telepathy. Can he move things with his mind? Is with the force. Yeah, guys, I'm kidding. I know that part. Come on, come on. So he's leaping around. This is like, talk about cool fight scenes. He rolls up on the junkers that stole his ship. And he's like, he starts in by just like a, a piece of, like a chunk of like just debris comes out of nowhere. Knocks this one guy out. And they're just like, who are you? And he's like, that ship is mine. And so is all your lives. He's flying around, he like leaps directly into the fray, right in front of all these guys, he's punching them up, blood's flying everywhere, he's like throwing debris. Uh, everyone thinks at some point that they've shot him, they're all shouting. He's what, uh, what, this is awesome. At one point he grabs two of them with his mind, puts them in front of him to block the bullets that all the other guys are shooting at them, and he just like, it kills two people by blocking bullets, uh, which was so, so cool. Um... And then the one guy's like, what the hell are you doing here? What do you want? And he goes, just this. And he, he like turns, he like turns his hand up, like swings his wrist and he snaps the guy's neck. Uh, so cool. Kind of ends the main story there. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and ends the main story right there, kind of tracking down his ship so he can figure out his, uh, wow. his lightsaber quest. Um, but that doesn't end the comic. <laughs> There's one other thing that happens here. Entitled "No Good Deed," that open up on uh, a robot. It, I assume that this was R two D two. No, no. 
He's kidding. Uh, He's kidding. I can't so, tell anymore. Don't fall for it. Don't I can't tell. So this robot's, this robot's kind of like... He doesn't get that. This, oh, no. this robot's kind of zooming around like an empty room. Uh, Vader comes in. It's all kind of like almost like chibi like art style. Yeah, it's super cartoon. Um, yeah, almost like a, like a Peanuts kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a guy pops up on a screen. He's like, you know, hey, General, we got some problems. And this guy's like, what? You're, like, you're not meeting any of my demands. Uh, you're dead. So he, like, chokes him across the TV screen, kills the one guy. Then uh, it, the whole while, I was like, oh, man, these guys are so fucking, like, really rustling my jimmies right now. Uh, robot, I need you to prepare my meditation chamber. And the robot's yeah, yeah, like, obviously, I'm going to prepare your meditation <laughs> chamber. Like, cool, whatever. Uh, and then this other guy walks in with a mustache, and he goes, hey, man, I know you wanted 50,000 troops, like, in this one spot, but we were able to get 10. And he was like, well... Alright, well, I gotta murder you too, I guess. And then he's like, robot, get the body out of here. And the robot kind of is like, bleep bloop, yep, can do, takes the body out. Uh, and then he comes back in, and he's like, alright, I need you to keep preparing my meditation chamber, because I'm just like, I'm all out of sorts. And then another guy comes in, and he goes, we have a slight problem. And Vader goes, we do not have a problem. It is you that has a problem. Kills that guy, and then, like, without this guy even reporting anything... Um, kills that guy, robot takes that body out, and then he's like, listen, I need you to prepare my chamber right now, because I'm getting ready to freaking lose it, and if I get one more interruption, I'm going to go freaking bananas. And then uh, he's just like, ah. he's kind of thinking out loud to himself, he's kind of talking to the robot a little, and he goes, I'm surrounded by freaking incompetence. You're the only one who gets me, robot. You're the only one who's not tested my ire. The robot's like super excited about this, because freaking Lord Vader is just telling him, like, this guy's just murdered three people for, like, giving him bad news. He's like, oh, man, that sounds pretty great. Oh, whoops, I just kind of knocked you in the shin there. Sorry, bud. And then, you know, this is like, you haven't tested my iron, robot. And then he goes, until now. And he blows up the robot <laughs> with his mind. And then he goes, at last. And he sits in his meditation chamber and just kind of chills out. I got Yeah, I was originally really upset that they had that in there after the tone of the, the initial part of the comic. And then I read through it, and I was like, okay, this is actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, that was one of my favorite that. parts. Uh, Charles Soule is the writer on this one, and he, he's also writing Curse Words, as well as he's gonna be writing Astonishing X-Men coming yep, out. Yep. Uh, I've loved his work on Curse Words, and let me, now let me tell you, because I know, you know, I, I know I told this in the only way I know how, which is very loosely, uh, like, a grasp on what's happening. Speechless. Uh, <laughs> creative, creative liberties. You'll notice that Andrew was silent the entire time. <laughs> Dumbfounded. Now, I loved this comic and you guys told me that there was once a comic that came out about Darth Vader that was also like lauded as one of the greatest like Star Wars tales uh yeah Yeah. by Brian Wood like all about Darth Vader I got in three pages in that I want to blow my brains out (laughs) I had no freaking clue what was happening I understood maybe 20% of what they were talking about if it wasn't, like, just straight up, like, political talk, they were just talking, like, nonsense words. <laughs> As someone who hasn't had a lot of exposure to Star Wars, there was never a point in time in this comic where I felt like I was missing out or something was happening I didn't really get. Uh, aside from the very beginning where, I like, there were kind of panels that I, I didn't really know. I assumed, that, like, somebody else might recognize them pretty quickly. Somebody but even like me. It, <laughs> it, immediately after that, like you said, they kind of go directly into kind of what they were talking about. Yeah. You know, like, Padme's dead. You could have saved her. I Comparatively, 
to something that is is told to be a great Star Wars story that I could not hang with. I thought that not only was this just fantastic in terms of writing, art, choreography, like direction, but in terms of being able to loop in people who are not necessarily as versed with the world uh, in an easy, easy way to what seems like a very intricate character. Yeah, so what's what's interesting about that, and it's it, we mentioned that earlier in the car, is the Darth Vader story that Andrew and I originally read, read by Brian Wood takes place between episode four and five, so between the yeah. first two Star Wars movies, the originals. This takes place after episode three, between which was three the end of the, the, the new trilogies. So this is where Darth Vader actually begins. After they blow up the Wait, after they steal the plans for the, the Death Star? The Brian, the Brian Wood... No. Brian Wood no. one starts after they've blown up the Death Star. For the oh, first time. Yeah. okay. This starts after Anakin, who is... This doesn't mean Anakin. Darth Vader. Yeah, I know. I'm just sort of setting the scene. Is, is, yeah, yeah. This is the beginning of Darth Vader. The very beginning of his yeah. story as Darth Vader. Yeah, it So that's like why it's, it's more yeah. interesting, and that's why it's easier to jump to, because it is, kind of referencing back to last week's episode, this is a, an issue one. This is setting the scene, paints the character for you, introduces the character to somebody who's not familiar with it. Almost or, in contrast to what we said Cable did exactly. poorly, Andrew, you actually put out a great framework for what an issue one should look like. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about show of power, right? Yep. He's shooting lightning. People are trying to gun him down. He's literally zipping through the air, throwing debris. He's snapping people's necks without touching them. Like, yep. Even in the kind of like the goofy robot comic, he <laughs> kills someone through a TV screen. Like he's, It's clear that he's immensely powerful, and yet the first thing we see him do is lose to this other guy. Yeah, and you know this is before I mean? so, he's even touched the lightsaber. Yeah, so, so it sets that kind of great contrast, right? Like You get this really well-established, not only like set of powers, yeah. but also power level, which is immense, yep. and a threat that he can't necessarily deal with yet. So a really strong kind of issue one told really well. Yeah, and because it starts at the beginning there, it's easier to pull you in than a comic that assumes you already know everything about no, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 E- even then, I think because I, I think that one like Brian Wood comic probably started in a space where I could jump in, but just from the conversation, right? It was like, oh man, we just left like tattoos and like you know like I'm gonna like when I'm freaking like the Galactic Senate and like I hold this seat and like all these yeah. six other nameless characters I'm gonna reference right now that aren't with us and like. Yeah. Ten other planets that may or may not have blown up. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? It also came out at, at, at the start of... I think it was one of the first comics to come out from the Marvel-Star Wars partnership. Yeah. Back in yeah, 2014 yeah. or 15. Mm. This is immediately what yeah. they... Because it, it started out the do. Star Wars, then it went Darth Vader, and then I think you had like a couple other ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was definitely building on an already established canon. Yeah, it is you not beginner friendly. Yeah, you weren't a part of. But yeah. we could fix that, but you refuse. <laughs> oh, sure. well, you know, my time is very important. I, it's, a, it's a time investment. I don't have a lot of it. Um, but I this did a fantastic job of kind of exposing sure. me to the world, telling me what the important parts are, and really having me kind of fall in love with a character right off the bat. Um, and I can't wait to see his quest for this lightsaber. I really yeah. love how they, kind of how they said how they be like why they all have red lightsabers. 
I like that he doesn't have one just yet, which it presumably is like a, a like a powerful weapon. Yeah. Um, and you know, kind of how he's gonna go about getting it because now he's gonna find a Jedi that they just finished like purging from the land. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and he's got a what? Like the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from <laughs> everywhere, from everywhere. <laughs> and not only that, but he's got a best a guy who presumably has a similar power set, mm-hmm. but who also has a weapon, so that he yeah. can steal that guy's weapon. What, what, and sort of the last thing I'll say about it, um, the interesting part, before this comic, the understanding of, like, the whole red lightsabers was that they were always just, uh, what is it, uh, like, man-made versions of those kyber crystals. Yeah. They weren't yeah, natural yeah, yeah. ones. Oh. This is the first time where you've heard that, like, it is effectively, a, an avatar of their rage. Yeah. Okay. That, I thought yeah, that was cool. That was pretty yeah. neat, yeah. So, just everyone used to think, like, oh, they're just manufacturing them. They're not the real stuff that we're yeah. using. Um, and then you come to find out, like, no, they actually are. We just manipulate them in a different yeah, way. exactly. So, that was, that was really interesting. Cool. Andrew, is there anything you want to add, aside from your disdain Ooh. for... No, 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 no. There's nothing I can think of. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You seem sober now. <laughs> I believe I may be. <laughs> for the first time in a long while. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, that <laughs> horrific realization of just how much I knew about Star Wars sobered <laughs> you up. How little you knew. Yeah. Well, either one. How, how much <laughs> I know. It's all tomato, tomato, Sith, Jedi. It's all the same. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> just move on. Move on. <laughs> what's not all the same is the power level in what we're about to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. What is it? Our... Special topic that we've Ooh. been rocking and rolling with for a little bit. We are in the semifinals of Battle World. That and is true. Sponsored yeah. by slash AA Battle World. If for the followers at home, if, you if you're trying to follow up. on, you want a little sneak preview as to who won. This updates live as of now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as we run through, it will update. We will start right off from the very beginning. Uh, we only have two battles. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think we're pretty much always on the final four, but... We are. <laughs> this, we have... this is officially the final four. Okay, okay. We have two battles, but because there are four people in it, uh, we are in the final four. Yes. Good job. All right. You've got it. Now, we will start off, we're talking semifinal, round Ooh. five, match number one. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to come in strong here. We have Canonic Shazam Odin Hybrid. Oh, yeah. Shazam Odin Hybrid. Oh, damn. Shazam. Yeah, the Odam versus uh, Doomsday. Interesting. Now, we can feel free to talk through this pretty much as long as you want. We got a little bit of time to mess around with this one. Um, I am, like we said last time, I'm less familiar with kind of how doomsday operates like what realistically like he can't he, be killed well neither can no damn so <laughs> like we listen all doomsday killed him huh superman killed him no they both basically went into like uber hibernation that's good enough yeah <laughs> odin goes into the odin sleep so. yeah that's true yeah they both have the same weaknesses minus lightning on doomsday <laughs> so let's let's walk back through what what can Doomsday do? He's effectively a Saiyan. Everything yeah. that doesn't yeah, kill him... Yeah, that's actually really good, yeah. Everything he survives makes him stronger. Actually, everything that does kill him also... Like, that is what makes him stronger. Wait, what? If something kills him, he... Basically, Doomsday was I thought created... he couldn't die. Doomsday was created by this, like, 
insane mad scientist, right? Yeah. And he had this, like, baby. And then he fucking, like, blew this baby apart. And then he put it back together. And then he blew it apart and then blew it back together. Like his baby? I don't know. I forget exactly. It's a baby. He's got a baby. baby. He finds dumpster baby. He kills Holy it. Smoke. He clones it. He brings it back together. God, kind of DC is a pack of animals. <laughs> you remember? You remember? Phantom X had the goddamn common courtesy to just gun the kid down. You put him back together. Gun him <laughs> down. Right you remember in the clone conspiracy how the jackal was constantly killing and then recloning Ben Riley over and yeah. over again until he perfected the clone. Yep. Did that happen? In yes, the Clone happens. Conspiracy. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Doomsday, but each time Doomsday was recreated, he was then recreated with the ability to be invulnerable to what killed him previously. Well, okay. there's an easy way to figure this out, then. Easy. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. We assume in round one that you just got straight-up stock configuration Doomsday. <laughs> He's up against the Flash. Is the Flash killing Doomsday? Yeah. No. No. Doomsday wins, close. right? Yeah. So Doomsday is still your standard stock configuration. Uh, you're talking Doomsday. stock configuration because he hasn't Next. lost a second. Right. Oh, Next. okay. This is Doomsday an interesting, this is an interesting concept. Dark side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark Side's got blue shells. Blue shells. He's got blue shells. Then Doomsday I feel like blue, blue shells might... Blue shells. But we said Doomsday wins. Some, yeah. But Blue Shells might put some damage in there. But he, why he do we say he wins? Did so we say he like killed him and came back and killed him and Doomsday killed him? Did no. he get stronger from that fight? I actually don't remember this matchup. <laughs> <laughs> well, we defaulted to you because we didn't know anything about either of them. Listen, uh, to no, be like absolutely... No, I know exactly what happened. Yeah. These two guys got in a bout. Yeah. I didn't know who would win. Andrew shouts, yeah. one killed Superman... One killed Emma Frost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Doomsday yeah. wins. Right. Yeah. Doomsday yeah. wins. So you're no the contest. Reason. Okay, well, yeah. you didn't die there, so it's <laughs> yeah, stock no, that was immediate. That was immediate. Doomsday okay. versus Aquaman, still a stock configuration. Stock configuration. Maybe he drowns. I think we actually said Aquaman would invite him over for a nice yeah. day. So dinner. just to put this in perspective for you, Doomsday when he was first like released Stop. out on the world beat the entire Justice sure. League with one arm tied. That's right. That's right. I'm literally I'm, with one arm. Like yeah, I'm just trying to the figure entire, out if he's even strong. One arm. What did he tie it back with? Rope. He was like this is an old man. Found, it's like you're something. They had found his body. body. He was basically chair. tied with like the equivalent of DC's adamantium or vibranium, whatever. So like he had one arm broken free, but one arm was tied behind his back. Almost the entire time. Because <laughs> I, I have, I'm going to have a question at the end. So he hasn't died yet. So he is that strong, but he hasn't, like, saned up yet. Okay. So you get all the way through, right? He hasn't lost. So he hasn't, like, jumped up in power. So what you're left with is stock configuration Doomsday versus Odin. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Superman killed Doomsday and Doomsday killed uh, killed. Superman, Superman, right? They, they died, died kind of They together. died the same, yeah. like, punches. Those epic, like... So, punches. is Odin as strong or slightly stronger than Superman? Is what it comes down to. Nah. Because if he is, if he can put out more power than standard Superman, then he could just take Doomsday out. Because Superman was able to take Doomsday out. Is Odin only as strong as the, like, weapon he wields? No, he's at the no. Odin force. He's the all-star. Isn't the stat because Thor without his hammer is no, like strong, it's, but it's, it's not, not the same. Completely, thing. no, it's completely not the same different. Thing. So, well, so if you if you know it from unworthy Thor, Thor still wields the power of the storms. He doesn't like the yeah, hammer. Doesn't but he, that. He, he's he still can a bleed, god. He can get broken controls. bones. Like he can still get fucked up. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. The same way like Superman can. 
Kind of. It but would, it it would, you would it kind of get fucked <laughs> up in the same way. Would it, what it comes down to is Superman took him out with a super-powered punch. Do we do we not believe that the Odin? I mean, I, I think Odin would decimate. That dis- wow. cause the God Butcher to no fear and blast him halfway <laughs> across the galaxy to a moon. Do we believe that that force isn't as strong as the Superman punch? Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think here's the thing. So because if we don't, if we believe that it is as strong as Superman's punch or stronger, then then Odin wins. And Odin Thor at the twilight of his powers, like arm ripped off like he's been in prison he's been sitting on a chair everyone's killed like he's practically given up like he says gore won't let me die he musters the strength to fire a blast at gore with the thor force that fires him across the galaxy into a moon and causing him to no yeah. fear yeah no yeah, yeah but he oh, died yeah <laughs> but, but he died, he died later died. he yeah. died for damn sure he died later <laughs> uh now odin in his Odin Prime, equipped with Gunganir and the Odin Force, could he potentially just stab Doomsday in his doomed, ripped to shreds <laughs> heart, blow him up with the Odin Force into a billion ashes? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, Doomsday's say, yeah. dead. That's fine. Yeah. I really have no attachment to Doomsday. I actually wish we killed him off a little earlier. <laughs> what, by who? By Batman? Yeah, who's by Aquaman? <laughs> That's Emma Frost. He had, he had a pretty easy run to the. If you guys didn't screw yeah, me on Emma Frost, then Emma Frost could have taken him out nah, of the too. Emma Frost versus Dark Seed? Darkseed Dark Seed is freaking blue shells. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, yeah. good. So Odin takes it. Odin takes the, the Doomsday Odin is matchup. our first finalist. He is our first finalist. Who, Here who, is to the Odin Force. Who's going to join him? Now. Let's see. I know that you're going to try some bullshit, oh, you know it. razzle-dazzle, backwards logic about how one of this guy is going to invite this other guy over for a steak dinner. Oh, we even bothered doing this one? Oh, yeah, no, we're doing this like... one. Semifinals. Round two. Odin versus Captain America. Silver Surfer. Oh, did we not go to the finals? Versus... No, we're not. No, we Are you freaking kidding the Yeah, semifinals. Captain America wins. Don't you know how sports, <laughs> you know how sports works? Semi-finals, we got Silver Surfer versus Captain America. Yeah. See, normally I'd say Silver Surfer, but oh Brainio, my god, I swear to god, yeah. I swear to god. If you, if you recall, murder, if you recall, but... listener, if you'll recall, in these secret guys Empire. screwed me on Reed Richards versus Silver Surfer. Nobody screwed you on that. Silver Surfer would I, kill I did Reed research, Richards. I did outside research. Reed Richards invented a celestial killing god gun to kill <laughs> celestials. Now we can debate the merits. Would he have the foresight? I think yes. You think no? To gun down Silver Surfer, but I'm telling you, there's one guy out there who would have planned ahead. <laughs> he wouldn't guy. have been able to create you're, a freaking celestial no, 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 killing no, no, goggle. No, you can't say on, that Reed Richards theoretically would yeah. have created this weapon, and yep. Captain America would have picked it up from your, him. Your point this was is a, this is a back alley brawl between two yeah. guys. You can't bring in Reed and Richards' tech. That's fine. To you're you're telling me that okay. Reed wouldn't bring the gun to a back alley brawl. Maybe he wouldn't. He wouldn't have the foresight to have the gun on him at all times. <laughs> you're telling, telling me the fucking foresight. He doesn't walk around this goddamn yeah. gun. You know who's always prepared? Like a Boy Scout, like a Nazi loving Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rogers, Captain America. Oh my God! No. I don't think he's got really that gun no. strapped to as his much, back. As much as I l- absolutely worship the Hydra walking the ground that 
Captain America walks on. Uh, the Silver Surfer is just way too overpowered. Man. There is, there is. There's no only one thing that's taking him out. He's so OP. And it's not Captain America. It's Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the Celestial. Even thing. Galactus bestowed the power cosmic upon Silver Surfer. And was like, oh shit. And Silver Surfer has gone toe-to-toe with Galactus. Yeah. You know who has not gone toe-to-toe with Galactus? Wow. Captain America. Woo! I'm pretty sure he's... They've tussled. And man, he's been beating the shit. <laughs> I vote Captain America. Final answer. Well, I vote Silver Surfer. I don't know how you can live with yourself uh, voting for Captain America. Uh, as a newsman. Uh, as an uh, honest newsman. I vote Silver Surfer, but only if he takes Captain America's shield as a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and not that bullshit one he has now. I'm talking the original 360 degree circle of justice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, if he surfed on that, that'd be even better. It'd be like Static Shock, but American. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. That would be okay. Wait, yeah. Static Shock is American. Yeah, but like Star Spangled. <laughs> but like super American. Super American. <laughs> wow. Overly American. Okay. Frat bro American. Yeah, we had, we had a lot to talk about in that first one. A little bit less to talk about here. Andrew thinks that Captain America would find Reed Richards in a dark alley, talk to him ahead of time. He's yep. like, listen, yep. just in the off chance that Silver Surfer shows up There's to this one guy who would alley, do it. It's Steve I'd like you. I'd like you to hand me your celestial killing gun that I know you have. Yeah. So that I can take care yeah. of him. And he'd lean over and then he'd be like, I mean, we've all seen Fantastic Four too, Rise of the Silver Surfer. It's Victor Von Doom that really gets the one up on Silver Surfer, anyway. Yeah, no, infamous Steel Iron Man surfboard. freaking made it past. Uh, what did he? Do? Oh, he died the Silver Surfer. <laughs> There's many, many reasons. Oh man! Now if he had made it in there. Uh, yeah. He still apparently would have died in the Silver Surfer. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, I would have felt better about it. <laughs> so that leaves our finals next week. What about? What is this like the the sweet duo, the dynamic yeah. duo? Is the that what they the call century. it? They just call it the finals. <laughs> okay. Uh, the bout of the century, the finals next week. Uh, to sum up Battle World, we have Odin versus the Silver Surfer. Wait, I can't wait to see how that goes. Can't uh, wait. I actually don't know yet. Yeah, I think that, I think that's going to be uh, an interesting conversation we're going to have to have. Effectively, two celestial beings going battle, uh, going toe to toe against each other in that same dark alley that at this point has been decimated. Two celestials. Fighting each other in the alley where Reed Richards dropped his uh, celestial killing of machination. (laughs) But tune in next week (laughs) to see how it all plays out. Oh my god! Well, it's been it's been a wild ride. I can't wait to see who we think takes the cake next week. Uh, Speaking of next week, oh yeah. Next week. Can Arya go first? Sure can. Arya absolutely can go first. Let me pull up the screw really quick to to keep mine. Don't worry, I'll I'll save you the time. Because next week is Dark Days, The Forge, number one. Uh, That's not what what this says. Yeah, that's (laughs) not. I haven't looked at the script in six weeks. (laughs) Uh, But you have, it's a big DC, it's DC's big summer event. Uh, 
Aquaman, the Flash, uh, and a few of the other heroes realize that Batman has a super like deep dark secret that could be like effectively I think dealing with the whole multiverse. Um, but even better are the people behind this comic. You have Scott Snyder, you have James Tinney in the fourth, both of those guys heading the writing. Then you have Jim Lee doing the art along Ooh. with John Romita Jr., uh, Andy Kubert, and Scott Williams. So a powerhouse uh, in terms of the creators, and it looks wow. like a really, really interesting storyline. So I'm, I'm pumped to read that. Winnebago Graveyard number one sounds like it's shaping up to be quite the event. <laughs> quite the event. All I have to do is just remind you that the bombastic Bagman was once a thing. <laughs> yeah. And it was okay. <laughs> Strong response. <laughs> Strong response. Uh, Andrew, what are you looking at next week? There's like a couple things that caught my eye, but I am interested to see what they do with Defenders. Uh, oh, yeah. Defenders number one comes out. We got a little sneak taste of it in uh, that zero free comic book day issue of Secret Empire. And a strong opening. I was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was not bad. So, uh, don't know what to expect. Going in open-minded, hoping that it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I feel like we kind of swapped around on what you would you would normally think we'd pick in there. You pick something that has Iron Fist in it, and I picked uh, Secret Empire, no, something that hails go. Hydra. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, I mean, almost every time it's come out, we've had it as the weekly winner. We've said it a thousand times. When an event is going on, and you get one of the issues, there is just so much that happens. It's a meaty issue. It's already fantastic. We love the story that's happening. And we're setting up to get like 50 more pages of what's going on. So I, yeah. you know, it's hard not to look forward to that. For sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Hmm. Wow. What's going on? <laughs> oh, boy. This show's coming to an end. Uh, it is not lasting much longer, which is to say it is not lasting uh, much more than after our three count. Oh, shut up. <laughs> happy 24th episode. Yeah, guys. Happy 24. Oh my god. We're now almost... Thanks, Jack Bauer. Yeah, I was <laughs> say, yeah. Damn, I was going to say we're almost old enough to... Our show is almost old enough to rent a rent a hotel room. That may come into play mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, do that at 18, I think. No, that's 25. Yeah. Rent a car, car is 25. 25. No, hotel is also 25. Uh, Believe I me, I've it. tried to run a couple of hotels oh, in my day. <laughs> they told me to get out. Yeah, well, that, I don't think I had anything to do with <laughs> Yeah, that. it may or may not have anything to do with my age at the time. Um, but that's the case. All right. No. Listener, you handsome bastard. At the end of our three count, we're going to end the show. Because we got other things to do. Just kidding. This is all any of us ever do. (laughs) Three, two, one. Kyber's crystals were made in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) That's that's pretty alright. <laughs> <laughs>